All right, we're live. Hey, 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 hey. Yo, yo, hi. Hey, yo, hey, yo. Welcome to the show. Oh, hey, thanks. Yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah. What's uh, what's up with you guys? Not much. Just visiting my family. Nice. Everyone Mom's good and healthy. Flying. Yeah, mom's flying back on Saturday, so went over to my sister's place to have dinner with them. Cool. What's uh? I'm curious. What are what are cross Canada flight costs? Uh, I think mom said it costs about seven hundred bucks right now to fly from Newfoundland Holy to here. Smokes. So Something I was just like talking that. to my sister who lives in Canloops. Mm-hmm. She gets direct flights Kamloops to Halifax for under a hundred. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Right. How? I don't know. I was telling you about this, Paul, the other week because um, I had booked a flight like I'm going to be in Canada in June. I had booked a flight uh, from Calgary to Toronto and it cost me like, I don't know, 150 ish, a little less than that. And my sister was like, oh, I get these ones for under 100, which seems insane because you don't it can't it doesn't get much wider than that. It's <laughs> weird. There must either be like no one flying those so they have to discount the tickets or maybe there's some like business like industry that is connecting those two town cities together that they need to offer cheap flights. I have no idea though. No idea. Yeah. But that's pretty wild. So maybe your mom should look into flying to Canloops first. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> just Jesus. to save a few hundred bucks. Maybe the flight to Canloops is like $900 and then then discount for the rest. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what's new with you, Paul? Nothing. Nothing going on? No, nothing. Nothing exciting. I wanted to give a um, a recommendation, a show recommendation to listeners. I watched all of Severance this last week and a half. Just kind of binged it. Um, this is an Apple TV Plus show. And I haven't been this interested in a tv show since like ted lasso season one um so kind of funny that it's also an apple tv plus show but like holy smokes this show is incredible for fans of control for fans of lost you will definitely find a lot here to enjoy um much like ted lasso i think this is a show worth like buying a month of the subscription and and watching through it uh severance is absolutely incredible i've been hearing you get a lot of praise yeah it is super cool it's super like thrilling and mind-bending and it it, the actors do a great job i don't even want to like say what the concept is or anything the the less you know the better Uh, but i cannot recommend it enough so here's my there's my recommendation for Anyone out there looking for a show right now? Uh, other than that, I did see the Nick Cage movie on the weekend, and that's two big thumbs up. Nice. Cool. Yeah. The uh, the bromance between Nick Cage and Pedro Pascal is infectious, and any <laughs> Nick Cage will come out of that movie feeling like they were just handed a treasure, like it is a love letter to Nick Cage fans in the best <laughs> way. It is super fun and enjoyable. So I got exactly what I wanted out of that. Nice. Um, 
All right, well, if nothing else is going on, why don't we talk about some video games? Because this is the top-down perspective. And it's April 28th. And I'm still Sean Booker. I am still Paul Fleck. Sometimes I double as Jonathan Wheeler. Okay. Um, well, Paul, why don't you tell us about Monster Hunter Rise? Yeah, uh, so that PC version came out this year, and I've been kind of dabbling here and there in it because I spent a lot of time in the original release on the Switch last year. Uh, that Sunbreak expansion is coming soon, so this week I just jumped in and finished the, like, base game is what you I guess you would call it, the first, like, eight uh, hunter ranks, and then after that it unlocks and you can like go higher or whatever but you have there's like kind of like an end boss type thing and then it kind of unlocks from there and uh from what i've been told and heard you need to do that to access the new content like it's content after that stuff which makes sense to me so i just wanted to make sure i'm ready for that because that's only like a month and a half away or something like that now (laughs) so okay it's coming up it's coming oh two months i guess because it's at the end of june yeah. uh so yeah i'm in i'm kind of in between games i have to go back to kirby still but this week i kind of didn't want to do much thinking or do like listen to any games that like monster hunter is a podcast game or like watching a streamer video on my other monitor while i do stuff and i just kind of wanted to chill after work so i just sure. jumped back in and kind of did my homework essentially for the expansion coming up Nice. Cool. Yeah. That game's still great. Super fun. John, what is Peglin? Uh, Peglin is Peggle meets a roguelike. Yeah, I've been excited to hear about this one, actually. It, is yeah, it a portmanteau? So, like, what is the Lin? Yeah, the you plays a goblin. So, yes, it okay. is a portmanteau of Peggle and Goblin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it plays a lot like Slay the Spire, where you've got, like, the branching paths, and you have to sh- choose which path you go down. Some are, like, a regular fight, some are a, a mini-boss fight, but you get a relic if you win that fight, and some are just okay. random events. Uh, there was, are relics there to was get. An- there, there was another, I don't know if it was a roguelike, another Peggle-like that came out a, a year or two ago. Round Guard. Round Guard. Ra- that's what I'm yeah. getting vibes of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think round guard, you were the ball and you like moved around yes. and that was how you did everything this summer. It, this is straight up Pagel. Like you have the board, you shoot the ball down, but on the top of the screen, there's like a, a little like fight scene going on where enemies are coming in and attacking you. Uh, Sean, you would probably recognize this. It, it's like 10 million or you must build a boat. It looks like that aesthetically. Yeah. I'm looking at images. It definitely looks a lot like that, especially because there's okay. like the kind of thing up top. Yeah. And then the game yeah. below it. Yeah. So uh, just like a deck building game like a Slay the Spire, every time you beat a stage, you get offered like a new ball to add to your uh, inventory. And all the balls have different effects depending on what they are. Uh, each peg they hit does X amount of damage. There's a critical uh, peg you can hit as well that doubles in most cases the amount of damage they do. Uh, some of them have special effects. Some of them move different ways, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, is this on phones? Is, this looks like it could be on phones. It's in early access right now on Steam, so I'm assuming right now it's just Steam. Yeah, probably not. Mm. Okay. But uh, what they have there is pretty decent. Like, it's very early access. Like, I think it came out, like, like third Saturday, something like, like it, I really think it, recently. It, it, came it came out, it came out, out like, this on week. Tuesday. Like, three, yeah. or yeah. Monday or Tuesday, three days ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it came out this week. Like, hella soon. But uh, it is... 
it is super neat what's there like if you like peggle at all like it's a decent peggle roguelike it, it's yeah, very no, clearly it early good. access though because it still needs some balancing but like there's like three worlds you can just do straight nice. up there's, there's a surprising amount of different ball types i think there's at least a dozen in there that i've seen uh i think i've seen about two dozen relics at least so for being early access it's it's not bad Looks like it's a it's gonna be twenty bucks right now. It is special sale off. of ten yeah. percent off. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't like Peggle, man? True. It's fun, but at the same time, since it's a roguelike and Peggle can be very random, it's just like, oh, I need to make this shot, but I can't get this item I need. So it's just there's you know the instance of it just being randomly luck frustrating. Does O yeah. to Joy play at all? No, oh, which is a bummer, but also at least not a copyright issue. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have like a replacement where they're like kind of no. winking. Well, you don't ever really clear the board, but I guess you can clear the board and you get like a trophy for it or an achievement. But uh, I never get it on any of my runs. Okay. Like, I don't know how you would do it because there are, there are literally icons on the board to refresh the board for you. So I have no idea how you would pull that off without striking one of those. Cool. Yeah, this looks totally fun. No, I recommend it if you just want something to mess around with and you like Peggle. Good game for early access, I bet, for sure. Yeah. Nice. Otherwise, the only other thing I did, I'm still working through Elden Ring slowly but surely. Yep. Uh, and uh, I was at my, my sister's place today and the boys were suddenly into Sonic Mania. Because, I guess because nice. they wanted to go watch the Sonic movie. So uh, they yeah. had me play Sonic Mania with them, but they also wanted me to race them in Sonic Mania on my copy, which I had on my Switch. So I was playing three different copies of Sonic Mania at once, trying to like help them separately through things, because they didn't want to play together. They wanted to play separately on their own files. So one was playing on like oh. the, their family Switch, another was playing on their Xbox, and they wanted me to also race them on my copy, on my Switch. So I was jumping between the three, and they were going like, Uncle Jonathan, can you help me with, with Chemical Plant Zone? Uncle Jonathan, can you help me get this Chaos Emerald? Uncle Jonathan, can you help me find, get, fight this bot? Like, it was just that over and over for like an hour and a half. Like, Uncle I'm, Jonathan, when does this get fun? Oh, no, they were having a great time. <laughs> but they were. But it was just like, I can't do this by myself. I want you to do it, Uncle Jonathan. So it was just like, okay, okay, hang on, hang on. <laughs> wait, so do wait they, in line. Do they know Sonic primarily from the movies or do they know him game first? Um, I think they know him game first because my sister has had a couple Sonic games over the years. Okay. Like, sure. she had Sonic Generations. Uh, she picked up Mania, like, for herself a while back. So I don't know if she... If they played it because of that, or if it's because of the movies. It would also not surprise me if it was because of the movies, too, because they're eight. Yeah, or maybe the cartoon. Oh, maybe actually, like Sonic you know what? Boom or something. I, I know the actual answer. It's the mobile games, because they both pulled out their iPads and they were playing Sonic Dash. Oh, Okay. And so then that, halfway he, through playing Sonic Dash, they went to Sonic Dash 2, Sonic Boom. So, like, they were playing both Sonic Dash games. So, like, they, they're they pretty sonic right now. You should ask them what they think of the original movie Sonic. What about with the teeth? I don't think, that, I don't think they've seen it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You should show them, like, that trailer and be like, do you guys think you would have preferred this Sonic? What do you think <laughs> of this Sonic? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> well, he's got teeth now. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe the kids want the teeth, Sonic. They should have put out like a, like a cut, like a version of that movie on like a special I, edition Blu-ray. I, I know a bunch of people wanted to see that, but I don't think they actually finished enough of it to be able to do that. Yeah, That's maybe. 
Could be. I I would buy that a, a Blu-ray copy of that movie to get to see that version. Or I would that I would go would back and pay a, a movie ticket price to see that in theaters. I would watch Sonic one again if it was that weird version of Sonic. It would be interesting, yeah, to see that one. Cool. All right. Anything else? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. I played a few hours of the Overwatch two beta this week. Uh, that went live on Wednesday, I believe. Yeah, that um, sounds right. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was excited to jump back in. Uh, that game is Overwatch one. Yeah. Almost like to a fault, like it's almost kind of hard to like play new content in that game. Um, oh, oh, so do they not have a like a playlist or something that's like just give me the new stuff all the time right now? For no, like, well, the there's not even that whatever. much new stuff to do. So, from what oh, I understand, okay. the new stuff includes like none of the PVE stuff is in there, um, right which is kind of like the big new thing that's going to be in Overwatch 2. Yeah. And then, so there's like, there's at least two new maps. I can only really think of two new maps. And then each of those maps have the new mode in it where you're trying to like push the robot. Or, you know, it's it's kind of like um, moving the payload with like an extra at layer of uh, like obstacle in the way. Sure. So they have like the the Toronto map is one of the new ones, and I can't remember the name of the other map. But and and no, there is no new playlist because it would just be like those two maps. So you just kind of hit put me into a game, and then it cycles through. So I put a couple hours in, and I played the Toronto map like twice. I played the other new map twice, and then I played like almost every map I could remember from Overwatch One a few times. Um. There's also one new character. I I think it's her name is Sojourn. Um, okay. She seems pretty cool. She has like a like a slide she gets to do and a machine gun. Um. I didn't get to play her much because I went in saying like. So they've changed it up to there's five characters now, what to support, two like assault, you know whatever the three bullet icon is, and then one. I don't know if it's tank, whatever the shield icon is. Tank. Yeah. Tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's it's one tank, two assault, two support. And I just went in with like all of them checked like, hey, I'll play whatever. Get me into a game. If you do that, at least on launch day, you only get to play support. Because <laughs> I guess oh. no one hmm. wants to play support. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately in Overwatch 1, you know, I didn't have a main character. I had like a handful of them. None of them were support characters, though. So it was a lot of me being like, all right, let's try and remember how Lucio plays. Um, it's also like when I jumped off of Overwatch, they had added like a bunch of new characters as well. So it was almost kind of hard for me to figure out, OK, which one is the new new one? Anyways, so yeah. eventually I was like, OK, I'm tired of playing support classes that I don't even like I'm not even comfortable with. Let me uncheck that one. Give me some some tank. Give me some assault. If you do that, you will always play tank sure <laughs> um to which i also realized oh none of the ca- characters i played in overwatch one were tank characters either um so maybe i'm also part of the problem as someone who favored assault characters um you are part of the problem yeah, yeah. so like but my characters in the first game was um actually you know what my characters in the first game were tracer may junk rat and the teleport lady what was her name 
Symmetra? Yeah, Symmetra. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah in the yeah. first game, I think Symmetra was a support character. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's an assault one in this game. Sure. I know they did rework her at some point, but it was after I had, like, stopped playing. Anyway. Um... So I eventually had to just say, all right, give me a salt. I want to play some of the characters I'm familiar with. I want to try out Sojourn. And uh, and then the wait times go up, obviously. But it wasn't anything too bad. I think I maybe waited 30 seconds max, and it was probably a lot less than that anyways. So lots of people were in there playing. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it felt exactly like Overwatch 1, down yeah. to like I was playing almost all the old maps again. And the new maps, they seem fine, but nothing crazy new. I I would really like to play the PVE, but that's not yeah. in this because that's the new no. that's the big new thing. But it made me think like. When Overwatch 2 drops, because they're releasing it as like not a whole separate game, it's going to like tie into Overwatch 1. It's I feel like it's just not going to get kind of the fanfare or it's going to be a lot of people that are really good at overwatch already right it's there. gonna get ignored it's gonna totally it's gonna, get ignored. yeah i mean you're absolutely right the people that will be playing are the ones that have been playing since overwatch one and you are gonna get stomped yeah like it, yeah. it definitely feels more like this is dlc as opposed to this is a new game yeah i think that's why there was a while there where they were trying really hard to temper expectations and be like, yo, you guys need to calm down. Overwatch 2 is basically just going to be more Overwatch 1. Like, seriously, you guys, because, <laughs> yeah, there was a fervor building. And I remember them saying a lot of stuff like we're just going to integrate it, essentially. Yeah, and it's crazy to think because I feel like when Overwatch came out, it was like the biggest thing. It was so huge. And now it's like nothing like no one talks about Overwatch at all yeah that thing shone so bright like it was my it was my game of the year that year and i haven't touched that thing in years but anyway um so you know for me i guess it's going to really come down to like what that pve mode is yeah yeah Um, yeah, kind of what the legs on that will be um i'll probably play some of the pvp some more because i do still enjoy my time like i had fun playing the beta it was like yeah tracer may i I like these characters Junkrat. i just throwing bombs everywhere the, the, the sure. game the core gameplay is fun i like it sure um and uh even though it was a beta there was still just some like absolute assholes in the voice chat that i was like are you kidding what is this nonsense straight Shocking. up Shocking. it was the community and even frankly people that i don't lo- no longer play games with that like ruined overwatch and the whole experience for me it's so, so crazy like it is, it's so rare that i'm playing a an online multiplayer game not in like a party chat with my friends that I actually hear the public yeah. stuff. And then when I go in there, I'm like, oh, you guys are still like this. It's 2022 and you're still like that. All right. <laughs> There's a reason yeah. I don't do this. Um, yep. Anyways, though, like cautiously optimistic, I guess. There's no real. It's, I, I'm not going to say it's bad. It's just, you know, it's more of that. Um, yeah. I can't tell you about like the UI tweaks or anything because it, it's been so long since I played Overwatch, but it felt like Overwatch to me. Um you know, you do the alts when it powers up and that's a fun time. So I don't know if you liked Overwatch, you'll probably still like this. Sojourn seems like a cool character. I, there was a lot of uh, kills where she, she was taking me up quite a bit, probably because a lot of people were playing as wanting to play as the new one. Sure. I also think there's like leaderboards now mid mission. I don't think that was there in the last one where you could like pull up like everyone's damage, everyone's kills and stuff. I thought that was all kind of hidden in the while playing. 
while playing, you can pull it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember, to be honest, because I remember specifically like they had like the like medals at the end. And that was kind of a yeah. new thing where they were like rewarding everyone. You can do something good, but there was no way to find out like what is everyone's like kill to death ratio mid match and stuff. And what, what you know, how are people ranking? That's definitely in there this time. So you can do that. They probably figured that our community are toxic shitlords anyways. Let's just put that in for the people that want it. They're going to harass each other anyway, so who cares? I guess so. So, you know, be ready for that. And honestly, they're kind of right. <laughs> they they are going to harass you anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, playing a party chat with your friends. That's that's how you got to do it. Yeah, pretty much. Um. Anyway, yeah, so that's Overwatch 2 beta seems like it's pretty easy to get in there's like twitch drops everywhere and stuff you can just sign up on their website so if you want that it's it's pretty easy to find cool let's do some news the e3 replacement shows have begun their announcements oh okay Summer Games Fest set, tweeted out this June. Get ready to see the future of video games. Summer Games Fest streaming live and free to everyone around the world. Uh, okay, no specific no date yet, but okay, we kind of knew Keeley would do something. Yeah. Um. So he he's definitely officially announced it. And then uh, a day later, this morning, in fact, Xbox came out and said Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase set for June twelfth, ten a.m. Pacific time. That's a Sunday. Oh, okay. Um. That's right cool. in that E3 window. I'm assuming the Summer Games Fest one has to be, you know, either the week before or the week after. Um, I bet we're going to get a bunch of publishers kind of matching this stuff, doing something, yeah. you know, coordinating something kind of all together. Um, but it has begun. Exciting I mean, stuff. They're just, I, I just they're going to aim for the same time slot, right? Like they were already basically doing stuff in that time slot. So why not just keep it on a habit? Yeah, sure. probably. Yeah, I mean, I bet I bet there's plenty of developers that were like, it was a huge hassle for us to set up something for E3, and now we don't have to. But the, oh, other, yeah. side, the other side of that is like, look, everyone's going to be looking for game news. You'll get a, a bump if you announce something during this week. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, PlayStation announced, or it didn't announce, but GameDeveloper.com reported that Sony is apparently going to be requiring devs to offer timed game trials as part of the PS Plus premium subscription for games that cost more than $34. Good. Um, yeah, honestly. Every game on it, even under 34 should have a trial or a demo. <laughs> but yeah, the demos must yeah. be two hours long. The devs have wow. up to three months oh. time to offer a timed <laughs> trial. So they don't what? have to do it right when the game's out. Yeah. Can't and also the change change not retroactive. I don't even know what that means in terms of this bullet point list. Not must retroactive be, would mean they don't have like games that are already out don't have to make them. Okay. Must be two hours long is actually crazy. That is very crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's aggressive. I like it. What if it's like that's a five awesome. hour game and that just happens to be like forty well, bucks and then it would have to be a five to yeah, that it would have to be a five hour game that's thirty five dollars. Yeah. Um, which is not unheard of. Yeah. For sure. Sure. Um that's crazy. Uh, yeah. A few other updates. Uh, the new times trials must be available to PS Plus premium subscribers for at least 12 months, according to the report. Okay. Uh, these these are not a replacement for normal demos, i.e. devs yeah. are still allowed to, re to release free demos. They're allowed to do free re weekends for everyone, stuff like that. 
then there was a small update. Um, again, this is kind of secondhand knowledge. Sony did not announce this. It appears Sony's own PlayStation Store team is going to be creating the two-hour trials for developers. What? So, because I okay. guess the backlash of it on this is like making demos is sometimes difficult and like delays things from a development standpoint. Oh, okay. Which is fair. Yeah. So requiring these is probably a bummer on the development side now that they have to build this. <clears throat> Similar to how I'm saying with E3, it was probably a hassle having to put something together for E3. Mm, yeah, yeah. But it's sounding like Sony themselves are going to help make these demos a reality. Uh, Homer put, brings up a good uh, true statement here. This is so Sony doesn't have to have a real refund policy. <laughs> also, yeah, that would at this point, it's like, why didn't you try the free demo, you idiot? You want to know if you liked it or not. <laughs> yeah, true. yeah, true. maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, this is weird. Uh, demos are good. Like from a consumer standpoint, demos are definitely totally. good. Uh, I do feel bad if it's like a small team. Now they're being forced to make this like bonus thing. Um, and it's also like one more thing people could like complain about if it doesn't come out like bug free before their game launches. Yeah, it does. It does lead to this weird thing too, where if you have a game and it is like 90 minutes, maybe two hours and a half or something, but it is like a really tight, well-paced narrative thing. Like you're going to have to add fluff now <laughs> for the Sony version just to make sure that people don't see your game in the free trial. <laughs> and you know what? You hit you hit on another point. The Sony yeah. version. Now you're going to be demanding de that developers have to make a special thing just for the Sony console that the other platforms are not requiring whatsoever. Yeah, I agree with you. Every every platform should be required to let you try their game. I definitely agree with this statement that Sean Booker made. <laughs> um actually i would love it honestly i'll say it every platform should allow you to try the thing before you buy it yeah no i think try before you buy is a big thing i definitely especially with how many games are coming out now and how expensive they are yeah uh, sure. i think a two-hour trial of a game or two-hour demo is absolutely insane yeah, uh considering is. that is the return policy that steam yep. has but at it, the same time, like if they can do it or if this team that is making the demos is capable of doing it, fucking let's go. It's super aggressive. I'm trying to think the demo for Stanley Parable. Was that two hours? That was its own standalone thing. The demo so was its own game. It was a separate game. Exactly. Separate so thing. like, but if it wasn't two hours long, it wouldn't have counted for this. And it, the fact that it's kind of separate, it kind of wouldn't have counted either because... This apparently isn't a demo, which Sony says you can still do. This is literally a trial for your yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure what they're defining as game trials will be a bit fluid. It'll be um, probably the first two hours of the game, just for most cases. Like, maybe. I mean, that's a, that's a weird question. Like, think of, like, Last of Us 2, where it's like, the first two hours of the game are kind of vastly different than the rest of that game. Yeah, um, no, totally. The, like, this has a whole bunch of weird problems associated with it. And that's sure. the other thing like so what do you, again last of us 2 comes up and i'm not i'm not getting into spoilers here but it's like the first two hours of the game there was like a hard pivot storyline wise <laughs> about like three four hours into that game and it's like well do you yeah. want to give 
like a demo of what this whole what the most of this game is going to be or do you want to keep some of secrets alive like what do well, you do as naughty dog i mean this has happened before i don't know if you remember when metal gear solid 2 came out and the demo was literally you playing as solid snake <laughs> sure yeah yep that's yeah. a good point you know yeah, what? I don't it's, know. It's also probably Sony's response of like, well, we're still not doing day one releases into our subscription like Microsoft. Yeah. Whereas Microsoft is offer? still like, this isn't better than what we're doing. So you're still behind. Fools. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I like the idea of that. I definitely think two hours is really. I don't know. I think that should be up to the devs themselves as long as it, like there should be a minimum set of it has to be. I don't minutes. know. Let's say half an hour. Yeah. yeah. An hour long Minimum somewhere in there. Well, what mm-hmm. if it's like a Metal Gear game where there's like 30 minute cutscenes? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing is you, you need to make it like long enough because then every dev dev is going to do like the bare minimum because they don't want to make this demo if they don't have yeah. to. They don't have to do it for anyone else. Yeah. And uh, Dead in Sky is actually kind of uh, touching on a point, too. If it doesn't like grab you in two hours. Like maybe it's not worthless seeing through if it if there's really nothing about a two hour trial, even for Last of Us, even though it takes like a hard shift. Mechanically, it's the same game in the first bit to the last bit. So if it's not grabbing you that way, you probably just won't like it at all. I don't know. It's it's weird. This is a weird thing to see, but it makes me excited for a future where we can all try out something before we have to put down Anywhere between sixty to hundred and twenty dollars, depending on the game and the version you're buying. Sure. Yeah. No. It's it's definitely consumer friendly. Um. I'm just I'm curious to see kind of like how it will play out from yeah. a, from a development standpoint, from a consumer standpoint. Like I, I want to see what it's like in practice. Yeah. Also, thirty four dollars is like a weird number to yeah. pick. It's an extremely weird number. Like. Yep. I could see them saying like forty. Okay. Like that's kind of like games are forty and up these days. What like what is thirty five dollars? Does it have anything to do with the any discount you get from being a PS Plus member on top of it? Maybe. Well, I'm I'm trying to think like so maybe if the game was forty and you got like ten percent off, that would be thirty six dollars. Oh, maybe there's maybe that's a that's, threshold for like a certain deal that Sony cuts with developers. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's a weird number. Like it's it's an odd. I'm sure for the most part, these are all going to be like their own specific contracts between studios and Sony directly. But yeah, just as a guideline, I guess. I wonder if it keeps any developers off the subscription service because now they know, hey, if we go on your premium thing, we have to like make this demo, which is going to cost us money from a development standpoint. So it's like maybe we just won't and we'll just stay on Game Pass where they don't make us do this. Yeah, true. Uh, moving on, speaking of money, Twitch, uh, a report out of Bloomberg uh, is stating that Twitch is considering changes to its partnership program or partner program. John, I specifically would love to hear your kind of thoughts on this, but let me run through some of the changes that yeah. might be happening. Uh, currently discussed ideas, not finalized incentives for more ads, a worse revenue revenue split uh, for the streamers. So at the moment, it's 30, 70 now it would be 50 50 uh new tier system no more exclusivity and this could be coming this summer 
Oh, I didn't even read that last point when I skimmed this earlier. <laughs> I'm just going to say right now, like, I've heard that the person, like, this might not be trustworthy reporting. It's very hearsay. So uh, I don't I don't know for sure if this is a thing. But if this is a thing, uh, they're going to lose a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. A you lot of people have been if, wanting If you out. were told, you okay, we're cutting your, your uh, how much you're earning by 20%. I think actually someone did the math and I think it works out to more like 28% overall or something like that. Like that's no, that's insane. Yeah. So why would you who, stay? For those who don't know if you're a streamer, when it comes to like the, the revenue, the ads, you get to pocket 70% of that cash. Twitch gets 30. Yeah. And so the downside here is they would split that 50 50 so that you're losing a chunk. But the, yeah. I guess the one upside here is no more exclusivity. You can stream on any platform. A lot of people have, I've heard people say that like they're signed into a contract or they would have left <laughs> already. <laughs> so that yeah. also is going to bite them in the ass. <laughs> I'm excited I'm to, to see what like, this does for like no YouTube exclusivity or something. Twitch is as far as I'm concerned, like the only game in town. Like is, are well, that many people streaming there, on there's YouTube? YouTube and Facebook? There's still YouTube and Facebook for gaming streaming, but like it doesn't like the, if you're focusing on pure gaming content, usually Twitch is the place to go. YouTube was usually number two. And then Facebook every now and then will be like, all right, here's like a ridiculous deal to stream here for like a year. Because they're trying to get more people. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah. Dude, like, I don't know. Like, if I was suddenly told like that, like I would like that would I was losing that much of my like paycheck, I'd be furious. Like being able to stream on other services doesn't replace that. In my mind, anyways. Yeah, I guess yeah, I would. I, guess it would, I would get a different audience there because, like, there are people who over on YouTube who don't watch my streams. But at the same time, the people on YouTube who don't watch my streams don't watch them because they don't like streams. Sure. Like, yeah. yeah. And I wonder if like Twitch is kind of banking on that. I'm like, yeah, you guys can stream elsewhere. Good for you. Knowing in the back of their head, but like, we're the place you want to stream. Like, you're not going to make up that twenty elsewhere. But we'll say yeah. you can, and we'll sound like the good guys. If yeah, like I said, if this is real, they're like they're gonna take a gigantic hit to their partners. People are gonna leave in droves. But like I don't know, this seems this is one of those like so out there, it doesn't seem real kind of posts. But at the same time, Twitch has kind of done so many like bungled so many things lately. It feels like it's believable, which is the crappy thing about it. I don't know. I, I have to see what these tier offering thing they're talking about isn't in the article because it doesn't really go into major details from what I remember. Uh, and they would have to significantly increase what ads are worth. And I mean significantly. Yeah. Like, so I, saw, like I saw someone's estimation that right now, like out of 100% revenue from ads, you probably get 10% of that. And like on YouTube, you get like 70 so like that is a, like night and day. So sure, like yeah. that would, they would have to improve that a major amount to even make it worth losing the the sub revenue. And I feel like that them giving the ad revenue but taking the sub revenue doesn't make sense because technically at that point you would be getting more if you did the ad revenue. I don't know. There's too many missing pieces. This seems more like just conjecture than anything. They were more like just saying things out loud. Right. And again, this is like you know secondhand knowledge from our perspective it, it, it's not not an announcement so who knows 
how much of it's real, how much they will announce, if anything is real, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, if if they're going to do it, it's clearly going to work in Twitch's favor. If I recall right, like Twitch makes like most of its money from the top tier streamers anyways, right? Yeah. So as long as they don't leave, Twitch is probably fine. I think they said, uh, I think someone did the math when that giant leak happened of everyone's revenue share from last year. And I think it was something like 3,000 streamers total were making above the average U.S. income or something like that. Yeah, that was definitely, it. It was like real low. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. This this makes me nervous. Uh, not going to lie, as this as someone who has this as their main job, sure. I'm not exactly jazzed to lose like 20, I guess they did the math. Any money. Someone said 29% of my income. Yeah. Does not exactly excite me. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Paul, you might lose a bit of your income. What are you thinking? I won't lose anything. Okay. Why would I? Wait, what? <laughs> well, I, I know you stream on Twitch, so I was just. Yeah, it's 50 50 for everybody except for the. Uh, for even most partners, I think some still even get 50-50. You have to have, be bringing in a certain amount of subs. At least that's how it used to be. I got the, I have 2000, the 70-30 split. Uh, oh my god, it's 2,000 now? It used to be 500 subs. That's, that's, yeah, what, that's, that's what it was what, when I got it. That's what the scuttlebutt has been, is that 2,000 up is an automatic, but I think if you are a partner, you can still work it out. Yeah. So I'm curious, like... Is that what they they're gonna mean with tiers? They're gonna keep that marker, and if you're above that, you keep the seventy. Honestly, that's what I think. Yes, because <laughs> they're not gonna want like an XQC to leave. Period. Oh yeah. Imagine if so, imagine if the top like ten streams just disappeared overnight and yeah. jumped to YouTube. Hey, I that's remember when Ninja went to Mixer. Yeah, and <laughs> then he came back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poor Mixer. I remember that. He whole made a couple million and then came back like not even a year later. I I remember like the speculation on how much money Microsoft gave uh, Ninja to do that was like insane. We never got the full number, but wasn't it like multi millions for that? That was oh, yeah. the the guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Would Almost as crazy as this tweet from Nintendo of America that starts off with "This is Miyamoto." Oh yeah, okay. After consulting with Chris San, my partner at Illumination on the Super Mario Bros. film, we decided to move the global release to spring 2023, April 28th in Japan and April 7th in North America. My deepest apologies, but I promise it will be well worth the wait. Well, now I'm just not going to go see it. This is unacceptable. That was it. That was the the straw. Mario Mm -hmm. has been delayed um, about half a year. I think it was supposed to be coming out in December this year yes it's around christmas Decembers? yeah um no. i just the wording on this is ridiculous this is miyamoto like yeah yeah this why, is my personal account yeah like yep. why would I'm they logged do in. this and now i'm wondering if they're gonna like look at the engagement on this tweet and be like this is the like highest rated tweet we've ever had we got to do all of our tweets like this everything's from miyamoto going forward i i want to be a fly on the wall for the like the email chain, the ch- the the conference meeting that they had to do when they were crafting the wording on this tweet. How does this is Miyamoto get put in there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
anyways, that that was weird. And yeah, I guess Mario's coming next year. Couldn't uh couldn't stand up to Sonic. Do you think they looked at Sonic the Hedgehog 2 highest grossing video game movie of all time? And they were like, there's no way he we're going to let him beat us. We're fucking I, Mario. I bet I 100 percent bet there was some like, oh, maybe we should change some things about this. Like Mario had teeth and they're like, no, see, we got to get rid of the teeth. It's the only way people will like it. it. It's they're actually putting old Sonic in <laughs> the Mario movie. Man, that would be so baller if they like dunked on them in that way. That would be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> yeah, played the movie backwards. You can see an outline. <laughs> yeah, oh, that'd be great. No, I do wonder if there's some internal thing with Mar at Nintendo where they're like, "Yo, we we nailed the coffin shut on that hedgehog generations ago." There is no way we're going to let him lap us on the movie front, too. <laughs> we're Nintendo. We d- There's a reason they don't make consoles anymore. <laughs> that, that's my hope, at least. They're scared. Um, they don't want to release the same year as Sonic. Easy. They don't want to release the same year as, uh, as um, Avatar 2. That too. Yep. The, oh, the way did that get announced for water. this year? Or? It did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck's we got the we got around the, the same time. Like actually, the, I saw the, the subtitle. I didn't see the release date. Oh yeah, it's this around December. the same time. It's December or something. Yeah. Yeah. They're making five of those. Oh my god. Yeah, they don't are. Me. Yep. Uh, Ubisoft is still working on an Avatar game. Are you kidding me? Oh they my sh- god. They showed it like last year's E3. <laughs> was that last year's You're E3? Right. I thought that was like Holy five shit. ago. No. <laughs> yeah it was recent that's true i remember that now holy shit <laughs> um diablo immortal uh was announced a release date this week june 2nd Te- you know i'm gonna just read it on june 2nd hell is everywhere yeah uh, that's what uh blizzard is threatening us with ios <laughs> and android <laughs> along with pc yeah, for those uh, who don't have phones. they came and said, yes, we're bringing it to PC because we know you guys would have emulated it anyway. Uh, which, honestly, well, I appreciate is, the honesty. <laughs> this just makes me want that Google Play app still, like, even more, because it reminded me, oh, right, that was supposed to come out, and that's... Uh, we well, like, I know on Windows 11, that. you can play Android apps. Just, like, natively? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. It's one of the it's one of Windows 11's features. So maybe it's got to update to Windows 11. Yeah, but then everything else it will break. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and actually, you don't even have to update because it's it's coming to PC. This makes me wonder, yeah. like, what's up with like Diablo 4? If this is going to be on the PC as well, they're just gonna have. Two- oh, when they announced when they showed Diablo 4, they said this is like five years away minimum. They said it's nowhere near close. Yeah. Do you think? Part of the PC port is also to like tied off people till Diablo four. Yeah, probably. I mean, they're trying whatever they can do to get any goodwill back from people. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uphill I think, battle. Yeah. I do hear this game is good. I think, Paul, you even played it at some point. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And I, I think I even said I think I would have liked this on PC a lot more, though, because it go. plays like an old Diablo game. Yeah. <laughs> which plays good on PC. So June 2nd. Uh, speaking of release dates, Splatoon 3 got a release date, September 9th. Okay. And along with that announcement, uh, the Octopus expansion for Splatoon 2 is now part of the uh, Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack. Nice. So I might play that. I never played that DLC. 
It was all right. A little difficult. Wasn't uh, did we not have the mention of them giving a date for a Diablo? Sorry, a Warcraft mobile game. Oh, that's right. They are. That was today, a wasn't it? Thing, I didn't even they? hear about that. Uh, Warcraft mobile game reveal May third at ten a.m. Reveal.blizzard.com. That got announced eleven hours ago. Yeah. Is that when the reveal is happening, or it's coming? Oh, yeah, May third. Oh, they, okay. they, this was the pre-tweet. Though. Join us for the reveal of a new mobile game set in the Warcraft universe, May third at ten a.m. Pacific time. Okay, I guess we'll find out about that next week. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, speaking of a uh, weird tweets, uh, Yuji Naka tweeted uh, that he has um, filed a lawsuit against Square Enix. Because he knew his game Balan Wonderworld was unfinished and he criticizes both Square Enix and Arzest. I don't know yeah. what that is for going forward with the that's, release. That's the studio that actually made the game. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah, they're, he, they're the guys that did like Yoshi's New Island and a bunch of stuff like that. He, okay. he should definitely be criticizing Arzest because they made yeah. a shit mechanical game. But like, I don't know. Mechanically, it wasn't ever any going to be like amazing or anything. It was I, just, yeah. So uh, I was like, oh, wow, this sounds really bad. But then I had to laugh because there were a shit ton of people that are like, yo, you do realize, Yuji Naka, you've been an asshole for like two decades, right? And people just posted like wave after wave of like, here's him being an egotistical asshole. Here's him literally talking about firing studios he's working with. Here is him just like discrediting all these other people he's worked with over the years. So everyone's like, this is just karma, dude. Like, that's all it is. Yeah, Yeah, because he did the same shit. So. I'm going to pull up a question we got sent because it's basically on this topic. Uh, okay. VGC Kenny wrote in saying, with the news of Yuji Naka suing Square Enix over Balan Wonderworld, it's got me thinking, would you buy the Yuji Naka cut of Balan or any previous <laughs> bad games that get re-released on the basis of it's good this time, we promise. Can any game get a Cinderella No Man's Sky story or is there a point where the bridge is too burned or repaired? I think there's a version of Balan Wonderworld that actually is good. It's called I just Super Mario Odyssey. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I could see I could see a world where Balan Wonderworld was kind of like a subpar version of that and still better than what we did get. I was about to say, I don't think Yuji Naka's version is the better version. But yeah, yeah then you, you took it in a much better direction. Uh, I, mean, I would have to is- know. So, yes, I would check it out. Yeah, I feel like it, it like. If, if it was given a sequel and like a, a, as much development time as possible, I could see some fun being there. There was just a lot of weird design decisions in that first game. Uh, I had an, an okay asshole, time with that game. I don't even want to help him out. So, yeah. Yeah, there is that, too. It's a whole weird thing. Yeah. Uh, and. <laughs> the, and this final news story, which has a picture of Sonic's teeth. Um, <laughs> Sega delisting most standalone yep. versions of Sonic the Hedgehog 1, 2, Sonic 3, and Knuckles, and Sonic CD. Uh, this yeah. is in response of the announcement of the Sonic Origins collection, and this just sucks. Yeah, I've made uh, my opinions on the Discord of about this pretty well known. I'm not okay anytime they take away choice from a consumer. Yeah, so they're basically yeah. just like forcing people to buy the new version for full price. Yep. Uh, as opposed to the older versions that are running fine. Um, yeah, exactly. This is at least 
a better version of the game, but I agree with Paul and, and I guess both of you in this case. I don't think they should have taken away the older versions. Unless it's some weird-ass licensing issue with the music, which I've heard with three could be the case, but not mm. with the rest. Sure. This is definitely, this definitely smells of the new one is out in $40. Why would I let you buy the $5 one game you want Yeah, out of that? Yeah. Agreed. With that, let's do some questions. Topdownrespective at gmail.com is the email address at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. And this first one comes in from the Phantom Aegis, who says, On the 27th of April, so yesterday, Kirby will be 30 years old. What are your fondest memories with the Kirby franchise? The first video game I remember buying with my own money was Kirby Superstar. Nice. Okay, nice. Paul? Um... I bought the re-release they did on DS and like as a just a thing to play while I was I think we were on a vacation in San Diego or just Cal, uh, Southern Cali in general. And I just remember like a lot of car trips, plane trips, whatever, playing just the shit out of that and finding every little secret and all that stuff. That was just a super good time. Good road game. Mine is probably also Kirby Superstars. Um, we had a Super Nintendo in my fifth grade homeroom class with that game on it. So like every lunch we'd be playing that. Uh, I was even in like the, like the, the after school daycare program at the school. And I would just ask, Hey, is it okay if I go to my fifth grade teacher's homeroom and just play Kirby instead of sitting in this after school care program? Uh, so that was pretty good. I remember one time I was playing it and I got sick and had to run into the hall because I was vomiting and I vomited all over the wall. Ah, yes. Fond memories. <laughs> Next question from No More Spiros. <laughs> Elon Musk has bought the top down perspective. What was the price? One dollar, Bob. I mean, our souls is yeah, the actual answer. <laughs> How much would I sell it for? I mean, yeah. first off, just Elon Musk kind of sucks. But yeah. yeah, fuck that guy. Um I don't know. Like it's not that hard to just start up another podcast. So hundred grand each and I'll start a new podcast that's identical okay. but has a new Okay. Name. Let's let's okay. have a stipulation on this. How much would he have to uh offer you to buy top down perspective? but make it so that the three of us were never allowed to podcast ever again. <laughs> I, what is the price for just selling away also your right to podcast? So I, I can't even podcast. I'm silenced. Yeah. No you one can do can other content. It just can oh, never man. be an official podcast. So you're saying not only do I get money, but I don't have to ever talk on the internet again. Holy yes. shit. What a dream. I, <laughs> I don't know. Like 20 bucks or something might be nice. Wow. Wow. <laughs> At least get something fucking... to live off of for a bit, man. Come on. I'm so fucking sick of talking. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it because like I might just explode with all these opinions on games. <laughs> just in my head. Meanwhile, in my head, I'm like, yeah, like a billion. That's that's it. Yeah. yeah I guess the easy answer is like, can I retire just off of it? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it's literally my job. So, like, if I had to give up, because if I give up the podcast, I probably means I'm also giving up, like, YouTube and Twitch and everything. So, sure. Yeah, I oh, have to yeah. it had to be like, give me enough to retire on. Let me take care of my family and comfortably. Let me keep adding to the collection. That's that's as long am as I'm allowed, allowed to convey my video game thoughts anywhere or 
do they have to stay? Like, I would assume I you could still them? talk. You, you could still do yeah. the written word and okay. stuff like that. You just you can't you can't do a podcast. That's all it is. C- yeah, come to our live stream of the three of us in a Google Doc talking Hell about yeah. what <laughs> we've been playing each week. <laughs> Yo, we should do that though. <laughs> God, that would be that would be horrible. That would be so hard. It would be so hard to have just a, like a like a regular like conversation because someone's probably just like posting memes. Yeah. <laughs> while you're typing changing your font yeah. true all right next up from uh, hebrew lantern what is your earliest gaming memory uh i remember when i was like three or four playing one of those dedicated pong machines that like it just had like four or five different versions of pong on it sure i mean i remember mario one and just playing that with my dad how old are you it's probably five or six i would assume okay i don't think i have anything that young because neither of my parents were game interested when did we get a computer that would have been it was probably something just like watching other kids in like the after school care program so like around when i was maybe six playing game boys and stuff i got i got a game boy when i was six or seven there's probably something around there it was either that or when my dad brought home our very first computer mm-hmm. i don't even remember how old i would have been for that though yeah something like that zering writes hello your favorite novel is getting an animated adaptation in the style of the old Hanna barbera cartoons <clears throat> and it will be performed by the voice cast of any video game that you choose what book is it, and who voices it? Favorite novel. Okay. Hmm. I've never thought about like what my favorite novel is. Yeah, I don't really know if I have like a favorite novel. I don't read a ton. Uh, I guess maybe the the book I like. I have a, like a book called Wool by Hugh Howie. It's like a sci fi thing. Uh, you know, one of those sci-fi things. Um, sure. See, and I two things came to mind for me. One would be an actual serious answer, like Hitchhiker's Guide. Okay. Oh, I would, yeah. okay. I'd love to see Hitchhiker's Guide done. It's like a Hanna Barbera style cartoon. Sure. Uh, video game voice cast. Oof. I don't know. That one's a bit tougher. Oh yeah. Uh, but I also my mind also went to the joking answer of I would love to see like a Hanna Barbera style cartoon of 1984. <laughs> Sure. Or just, or just something like like War of the Worlds. Something That's like almost super, kind like, of serious. like the um the Fortnite recreation of the 1984 commercial. Yeah. That's what jumped into my head there. Um Yeah, the Hanna Barbera one makes it hard to be like serious. Like cause cause like the book I mentioned, yeah. Wool, is is kind of serious and dark. But the minute it's a Hanna Barbera cartoon, it's like no one's taken the death of the world that seriously. <laughs> um so in that case, I want the voice actors to be from Bugsnacks. Yes. Yeah, there's some good VAs in there, so. Yep. Yeah. I mean, one, the fir- one of the first books that came to mind was Lord of the Flies, which okay. is immediately just, like, horrifying. In that yeah, but now they're Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Yeah, so now they're hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I know Hanna-Barbera's done actual serious cartoons, but, man, I just can't think of... Anything but like the Flintstones, Jetsons, 
totally know, stuff like that. Oh, hey, what was I mean, that? The Jetsons was a cautionary tale. It's about as serious as you get. What was that cartoonist? Hmm? Are you thinking of Yogi oh. Bear? No, like if I was able to choose, I would definitely want. Do you remember the old Lord of the Rings cartoons from like the 70s or 80s or whatever? Oh, super old one? Yes. No. Yeah, I would want that style because I think that would just be interesting. Super like weird, dark. Like the last oh. unicorn. Yes, exactly. I can't remember the name. I was thinking Don Bluth, but it's not Don Bluth. It's, it's definitely Don Bluth. It's uh, maybe Rankin Bass, actually. Now that Rankin I think Bass about it, sounds right. That might be it. Don Bluth uh, was like all dogs go to heaven. Land yeah, time, that stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, voice cast. Get the Mass Effect voice cast in there, man. I love those guys. The um, what's her name? Femshep. Uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Hale. Hale. Jennifer Hale. She showed up in something I was watching recently or, or playing recently. What was that? I mean, she still works. Yeah. And I remember being like, what is that voice? And then I was like, oh, that's that's Commander Shepard. What was I looking at? I mean, don't was forget, it isn't she in SpongeBob as Pearl? I think that's Jennifer Hale. I don't know. It was I wasn't watching SpongeBob, but uh, it was something else. Anyway, I'm just yeah uh moving on paul oh yep dad writes how often do you give video games as gifts do you think it's a good gift idea how often never yeah never but it's not on purpose if i'm getting if i'm getting a gift for somebody like an internet like acquaintance or friend or whatever I will just go to their like, let's see what they have on Steam and their wish list. Oh, this is on sale. Like, I'll get them this or whatever. I have done that, but like, I won't get give video games as gifts for like real life people ever. Yeah, I'm not saying I wouldn't. I I I would if I knew the person well enough to know like, I if they if they've even played this or want to. Like, I'd have to kind of know what their gaming habits are a bit. Sure. Um, so it'd have to be like a close friend. But I feel like I just don't tend to give a lot of gifts with my friends. It's more of like a family thing. And then the the, the yeah. few times where I do get a friend a gift, it's because I saw something where I was like, oh, this would be perfect for that person. Yeah, I'm going to get it for them. It wasn't like, hey, their birthday's coming up. Got to find something. Yeah, I definitely agree. Sorry, I went on a sidetrack of going down Wikipedia to check things. I did not realize Jennifer Hale was from Newfoundland. Holy smokes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you, you got to work that connection, man. She's, she actually <laughs> didn't live too far away, apparently, from where I grew up. Uh, where were we on this one? Uh, I don't have for do you happen to give video games as gifts? Do you think it's a good gift idea? I mean, it depends on the person, like y'all said. Uh I'll give them out to friends every now and then. I'll like, I'll see what's on their wish list, but that's usually about it. Right on. Yeah. Suka Suka writes in and says, have you ever dreamt the solution to a problem in a video game? Yes. No. I personally haven't. I have had a friend that did, and I thought it was hilarious. 
I fell asleep during an exam once, and when I woke up, I remember I remember the solution to the question I was stuck on before I fell asleep. Nice. Yeah. So this the video game equivalent probably happened. Okay. For sure. I see what you're saying. Okay. Sure. Conquer says, what is a hobby you wanted to try but didn't due to not wanting another expensive hobby slash having the space for it? Example, Warhammer 40K, TCGs, Lego model kits. Warhammer is a great one. I would love, love to get into Warhammer. I don't have the space or money to do it. Vinyl collecting. Vinyl? Vinyl, yeah. Okay, sure, sure. We We have a couple records. Like maybe 20, and that's probably all we're going to get. At least, luckily, with records, they're so thin. They Like, it's a compact kind of thing. Yeah. Um, honestly, like, I, all the ones they mentioned, I, I would be down to, like, do some of that stuff. But, like, yeah, they get expensive fast. I would love to play more trading card games, but, like, I don't want that expense. And I know that expense is, like, skyrockets fast and snowballs. Yeah. Whereas if there was just a thing where I could, like, by the one deck where I know, hey, this will at least make me competitive and have fun. Sure, yeah, I mean, I'll play that. But then I, those are just card games, and I do buy those. I mean, you can do that, though. You can literally just buy, like, a deck for magic or whatever you want. And then you're stuck with that forever. But Exactly, you know. <laughs> like, it'll get outdated fast, and, like, you know, it, it won't even really work that well, so... Um, yeah. Like space wise, I would love to and with the money in space, I would love to buy the biggest Lego sets they are. Like, why not? That'd be great to play with. Sure. Uh, Final question from Linebeck. What would you say are the best and worst parts of getting and setting up a new PC? I mean, reinstalling all the programs sucks. Just yeah. Getting everything to where it's comfy again. Getting the Tran- groove. Transferring all your files from your old one to your new one. Thanks yeah. forever. Just all um, the setup. Having like a fresh install where everything's really fast is super nice. Yeah, that's l- the only worst part is that. And also like the actual building. Just it's it's one of those like I want to play with it now things, but I have to sit here and put things together first. And or then it, another then worst part, maybe just like the cost of the pieces especially right now yeah this is a terrible time to get into building a pc if that's what you're gonna do (laughs) (laughs) this is a real bad time to do that yeah that's for sure sure. uh that's gonna do it for questions this week if you want to send in questions for next week top down respective at gmail.com at tdp podcast on twitter the discord channel or john's po box what is your game of the week um uh peglin yeah, Monster Hunter. Mine's probably Kirby. Yeah, okay. Continue to go through that. Cool. Some stuff to look out for right after this. We'll be live with our F0X episode of TDP Plus. And uh, we have decided what the May game is, and we will be playing through The Secret of Monkey Island. Um, yay, my game won. Not surprised yay. on that one. I had a feeling on that one. Um, hey, I gotta get ready for that sequel coming later this year. So, gotta play that. Anyways, we will see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.